Hello, my name's David. This is the Hypothetic RL, a podcast about the what-ifs of rugby league history. I'm joined today by Richard, our Roosters fan, and by Stuart, our West Tigers fan. Uh, how are you both, guys? Very well, thanks. Very well, thanks, David. Cool. All right. Well, uh, might just talk to Richard first. I I think some people will remember you from some other podcasts that you've been on, but uh, obviously a, a different accent. Um, and I think you've already told me that you became a Roosters fan just by you know when you kind of joined when you kind of got to the country. But do you want to just give a little background of that again? Yeah, I I grew up in Milton Keynes, which is not that far from London. And um, I came to Australia in 95 and obviously growing up in a football area, I I sort of came to the country not really knowing anything about rugby league at all. And um, I knew a lot about AFL, sort of watched that on TV in, in the UK and I, lived, I moved into the eastern suburbs. So when I was looking around for a team, a, a sport, I started following uh, ARL as it was, was then on TV. Mm. And, um, yeah, just decided to try and work out a team to follow. And I worked in mascots, so Souths were an option. I used to go down to Cronulla a bit with work, and so I liked the Sharks. And um, then I decided to choose the team where I lived, which was uh, I lived in Double Bay, so I chose the Roosters. Well, that's – okay, that's that's one way of doing it. Uh, (laughs) um, Yeah, local team, local ground, one of the – Go to games, that sort of stuff. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, you weren't going to choose, uh, well, who was in the ARL? There was no one in the ARL from out of state, apart from the South Queensland Crushers, and no one chose them, so um, that's good. No. <laughs> I, I did ask my brother-in-law, who hated Easts, I asked him what were, what were the Roosters like, and he said that they'll sh- they're shit and they'll never win anything. I said, that's the team for me. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> So I chose, as a, growing up as a West Ham fan, I wanted a team that was always going to lose, and I chose the Roosters. And you chose the wrong, wrong one. You chose poorly, as they say. <laughs> I did. <laughs> well, I mean, everyone everyone goes around the roundabout and eventually wins one, I suppose. Um, maybe not in my case, but eventually someone wins one. Uh, a bit like the West Tigers eventually won one in 2005. Um uh, Stuart, uh, how did you become a West Tigers fan? First of all, are you old enough to be a Bowman or a Wests fan? Uh, I'm definitely old enough. And um, when, when I explain to you how I became a um, Bowman fan, you'll um, understand just how old I am too. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so, so as a kid, I was um, uh, growing up in Tamworth, a very young kid. Um, started to play rugby league. And the first grand final that I ever sort of, you know, recognized was um Balmain versus South which was a 1969 grand final um and all the kids in the team were all you know big on South I mean South were the glamour team they were the favorites and all that sort of thing and I said to my dad you know oh, I'm going for South and he said um and my dad actually um played a bit for Penrith in when they were in the second division but had um, moved to Leichhardt when he went to Teachers College etc so um, he was a Balmain fan he said um, no 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 follow Balmain I'll buy you a Balmain jersey and I said oh yeah all right you know I wasn't I wasn't that attached to South um, and um, you know history was Balmain won the grand final and um, became a, a, a fanatical Balmain fan ever since and eventually moved to well, we moved to Sydney and, and lived in the Balmain area for a long time. So, you know, walking to Leichhardt Oval, that sort of thing. Um, from there, obviously followed the joint venture in 2000, um, West Tigers, 
Um, never quite the same um, for me, but um, you know, yeah, the 2005 grand final obviously was um, was huge as well. It was, yeah, it was a it was a massive um, thing. That and, and getting win after the um, yeah, and after the disappointments of 88, 89, um, mm. particularly 89, um, it was just um, yeah, it was just fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it was it was well, it was fantastic for you. But yeah, it, I, look, if mm. we, if we could not if we could not win one, I'd rather the West Tigers win. Like that's like I've said before, Balmain was my second team, so you know I was happy yeah, to yeah, see them few, win. Yeah, a few people like that at the time. Um, West Tigers, um, yeah, obviously going through a very rough t- trot these days. But um, you know, in those days, there was a a lot of hope and optimism, I suppose, and 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 also a big surprise. I mean, two thousand five. I don't think any any you know ardent fan expected that we'd be in the be in the grand final, uh, let alone win it in 2005. Um, and the season didn't really pan out that way that you know you think we would. But you know, it was more likely going to be a you know a Parramatta St George grand final or you know or, or another team. But um, anyway, that's um, that's what happened. Well, that probably that probably gets us to the next part. We're going to talk about memories of 2005. Um, uh, actually, interesting. Before we do that, I just wanted to I think my. I'm not sure if I recorded on the podcast, but my dad's told a story before, and I'm not sure if it was on the podcast or not. But uh, he he was a member at uh, Moor Park Golf Course, um, like many many years ago, the golf club. And apparently, uh, there were a couple of really, as he puts them, a really annoying South fans that you know after you know after sort of. Um, you know, being so successful in that period, you know, up to 69, um, we're, we're going on and gloating and going on about how they were going to win the grand final. And they were, good, they were the best team all year. And every time South won, they would rub it in everyone's faces. And then um, it was it was like grand final day, I think it must have been. And uh, these two guys, yeah, we sort of came to the club beforehand, had a few drinks, and then they were heading over. And um, obviously, I think, I think my dad must have watched the game at the club or something. So what happened after after South lost? Someone got a um, a toy bunny rabbit and put it in a noose and put it over the top of the doorway. So when these guys came back, they would see the the hanging bunny, um, which which I think you know, like it, it, when you talk about all time grand final shock like shocks, I think '69 yes. was definitely one of them. Yeah, and and there was there was you know of course there was the allegations of cheating and lying down and all that sort of thing that. That came afterwards, but you know, like um, everything they did, they did within the rules. So you know, yeah, exactly. Um, the way it goes, you know. On the so, day. so while I've got you, uh, two thousand and five, uh, you were just saying, look, you know, you didn't think anyone expected, you know, that you guys would win a grand final. What, what did you feel mm. like? What did you think about the team of two thousand and five? Did you think they were a, a top four side? You know, maybe they were growing to something, or, or were they really a surprise? Like, totally out of the box. I think I think the latter. I think I think I thought they were growing to, into something. Um, my my favourite player in two thousand and five was um, Scott Prince, and I think you know when you when you look at that whole season, it was Scott Prince that actually brought everything together. Yes, we had Benji Mark, the up and coming Benji Marshall, who was you know absolutely brilliant player, and a lot of good you know good solid young guys. You know Robbie Farah sort of in his first year, and you, you know guys like Liam Fulton and Bryce Gibbs, etc. Um, but it was really, really about Prince. But I, I thought they were, I thought they were a couple of years off, to be honest. Um, mm. And I think the season, the way the season panned out, it, it, it looked like they were. Um, and they did, they, they did manage to obviously um, finish 
fourth in uh, at, the, at the end of the, the, the usual season. Hmm. Um, and, and look, I think it was just a matter of why they played the finals and 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 what Tim Sheen could get out of them uh, in in those finals games that made the difference. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, how about you, Richard? In terms of just generally 2005, uh, what are your kind of memories of the season? I I remember my clearest memory is actually being in the Beach Road Hotel in Bondi and playing pool and watching the West Tigers on TV. And mm. just, I think it may have been a game against George. It was a, it may have even been a Sunday afternoon game. And the Tigers won it. And they were, it looked like they were down and out. And all of a sudden, they just started playing this free flowing ad lib football. And they just ran over the top of teams. And I just remember thinking, geez, this team were a lot of fun to watch, you know? Mm. So I, I was a little bit on that, um, got on the West Tigers bandwagon sort of midway through the season. The Roosters were, I just remember, they'd win one week, lose the next, win one week, lose the next. And we were sort of halfway through the season, we were kind of, struggling a bit and then we just went on this big losing run and we were just out of it that was it we, we lost five in a row and it was just we'd lost brad fitler he'd retired and we just lacked any kind of cohesion and it wasn't a fun season to watch a team that you were so used to dominating other teams mm. so i just remember what i was thinking wow these guys are a lot of fun so yeah, yeah i mean you guys came off three three grand finals in a row and 2005 was kind of not not the best of seasons. Um, they didn't finish too poorly, if you think about where they kind of finished. It wasn't... We finished nine. Well, but yeah. We weren't... We were, we were close. We were sort of one or two games, but we weren't good all year. Mm-hmm. We were that... We were a long way off being a dominant side, any kind of cohesion inside. And Brett Finch would be brilliant one week and then just go completely missing the next week and it was that sort of team that would do that kind of stuff mm. and they would look great and they would look awful and you couldn't put your finger on why they didn't have any sort of cohesion and i was trying to remember who was who was actually there and they brought in a bunch of new players and didn't really sort of gel that well and yeah they just sort of missed that club leader they missed fitler who you know when you sort of lose someone of that stature it's very hard to keep going. And in those tight games, you don't have the person that just tackles it by the scruff of the neck and gets it done. Mm. So, and we, I think we lost Hodges. He went back to Brisbane and um, we lost a bit of strike, lost a bit of um, experience and, yeah, played like it. Yeah. 2005 is one of those strange seasons where it was, so, it was very transitional because obviously, you know, the Bulldogs won that year before. Um, they missed the finals as well, and you guys were in the grand final missed it. Um, a lot of teams were coming on their way up, if you know what I mean. Like, there was, like, obviously yeah. the West Tigers were on their way up, you know. Uh, I don't know, I I'm honestly can't remember how St. George were in 2004, but I don't think they were as good. Parramatta definitely weren't as good in 2004. You know, even the Cowboys, I, I'm not sure if they were, they might have been in finals in 2004, I can't remember. But um, it was it was one of those seasons where, you know, the kind of the top eight had a lot of changes to it where, you know, generally you don't get many changes. You get two or three or something like that. And the top teams kind yeah. of are on their way up and down. But it was a real cliff for some of these top teams. 
and some of these other ones just went straight up you know it was um it was a very interesting thing to happen i mean i think there's a couple of points in rugby league history where it happens but 2005 is a real interesting one but then the, the year after the same thing happens again obviously west tigers go from you know winning the grand final to not doing so well in 2006 cowboys not really that great and i think you know Parramatta was terrible and Danix George were that good. Like it just those kind of four teams that were in the prelims kind of had that one season in the sun and then the rest then they kind of went back to the back to the pack a bit. Yeah, definitely. Brisbane was strong, but Melbourne mm. was on their way up. Yep. Yep. The start of it. It's the start of the Bris it was the start and of the Melbourne. I think the room from really. Ricky Oakham. It was, it was. And um, I think yeah, the Roosters were suffering from Ricky Itis. They had to put up with him every week, and I think he started <laughs> grinding down. <laughs> I, at least he didn't get the overhead projector out. So, uh, that's well, yeah. All right, I, I might go back to you again, Stuart. Um, we what we might do is we might just uh, you can let me know which game you chose, why you kind of chose it, and we'll mm-hmm. we'll just kind of discuss the reasons why and what they might do. Yep. Um, so I went for round eight, I think it was, um, St. George um, versus the West Tigers. Yep. Um, not, not particularly because of, you know, the game itself. It was more, to me, the team that I thought were going to win the premiership that year and the biggest danger of the West Tigers, particularly once we got to the finals, was St. George. Um, you know, Barrett, Gasney, Lance Thompson, people like that. I, I just thought St. George were ready to win the grand final. Um, and... That day they beat the West Tigers. I think I think it was thirty-two twenty or thirty-two twenty-two, something like that. Fairly high-scoring game. Um, and you know, to me, I, I, I don't know why, but I just thought St George were the bogey team. And I think Parramatta actually. I think they finished on the same points, but I think Parramatta actually were the minor premiers that year. Yep. Um, and I, they also beat West Tigers twice during the season from memory. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, you know, another reason why I didn't think West Tigers were going to win a grand final that year. But, um, um, yeah, I, I just thought St George were the were our were our bogey team, um, and I really thought they'd go on and, and win it. Um, and then when, so I thought, you know, we can get a win there. Um, you know, it, 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 it might help the season along. <laughs> yeah, no, very true. And interestingly, that you've chosen the Dragons, and the Dragons chose the West Tigers. So you guys have now just done the... You've basically just nullified each other, um, which, uh-huh. which is interesting. So, but we'll, yeah. um, we'll see what that happens. But yeah, it was, it was... I think it was around 16 game the Dragons uh, lost against you guys and that the Dragons rep chose that yeah. one. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. um, interesting to... That that's what you've both decided that, you know, obviously that prelim final meant a lot to both of the, the teams. Yeah, and, and I really do think that, you know, if I was a Dragons fan, I would have thought this is our year, mm. um, you know. Um, whereas as a West Tigers fan, I thought, oh, look, you know, if, if, if we win a, if we win in one of the finals games, I'm going to be really, really happy. Um, and I was, um, at the time, it just moved down uh, to Canberra from Sydney uh, in 2004. So I was travelling up for, for every finals game and I thought this one's going to be the last one, you know, I won't have to travel again. I'm travelling up, you know, four games, including the grand final, which I had to find a guy in Queanbeyan who was a uh, Brisbane supporter to get a grand final ticket. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, got to see all the finals games, which was amazing. So, um, But, yeah, St. George was – that game against St. George, the preliminary final, was the one I thought, nah, you know, I won't, I won't be back up in Sydney again for a while. 
Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, like I said, it's a uh, interesting. That's what's happened, um, and you know, like uh, we'll see what happens in terms of people targeting the West Tigers because obviously you were the premiers, so that sometimes happens. Mm. Uh, how about you, Richard? Um, who, which game do you choose for the Roosters to win? I chose round fifteen away to Cronulla, mm-hmm. which we lost sixteen ten. Um, there were two ways to look at this. I could either take the one that improves the end of season ladder, or there was the well, we had a, a run of five losses in a row, and I could have looked at maybe giving us a win in amongst that lot. To if you think about the hypothetical RL universe, you think, yeah. well, if you get another win there, maybe you get another win the week after type thing, and that would have improved our season dramatically. But I think that Cronulla game is the one I chose mm. mainly because. They were our closest rival. Would have jumped up two spots on the ladder. Yep. And gone from ninth into seventh, so we could have been knocked out round one by St George. <laughs> well, it would have well, been McIntyre system, wouldn't it? It is McIntyre. Well, we'll see because you know if if that move of you've you've done it actually gets uh, the Roosters into the finals and you do get to play St George, you you play trivia. So you know you may <laughs> you know may know more than the St George guy. I. I'm not sure about that, but we'll see. Probably uh, not. <laughs> I mean, you got. I've. I've got. I still have to write uh, questions for everyone, so uh, we'll see if if the roosters are there, and I can I can try and write you as good a question as I can. But uh, the roosters have got a lot of history, so it makes it a lot harder for you. Yeah. Um, Given us six home, six wins, six losses at home, and six wins, six losses away as well. Yeah. Been a, a quite, yeah. You'd be pretty much a bang average side. I'd be bang average much ex- side. And yeah. The other thing is that at that time we always lost to St George in every mm. time we played them. Yeah. Didn't matter home or away, we always lost to them. And I, uh, yeah. So maybe it was a bad choice. <laughs> well, you never know because the thing is that, well, as we just said, you know, the, the West Tigers just took a game off St George who had taken one off the West Tigers, so they haven't really moved. But. You never know. Someone else might take one off St George. They may not be the team that's in second. They could, someone could take a bunch of Parramatta and St George could finish first. So, um, this table is quite, is quite a lot of fluidity in this table. So, uh, as, as we do each episode, I'm, I'm just going to try and update where we're up to as well with all the everyone's choices. But um, at this point, there's been a few games taken off a few teams and. The table has changed a little bit around, and I think by the time we put this one in, the Roosters will be in the final somewhere. I can't remember where they'll be, but um, yeah, you never know. You, you could end up playing anyone. Um, it's pretty unlikely you'll be playing. You know, I, I can't pick of someone who is at the bottom, but you probably won't be playing any of them. But uh, yeah, you could you could end up jumping up a few spots because it's probably unlikely anyone's going to pick on the Roosters. But I think some people might pick on the teams that are in sort of five to eight. So, you know, a couple yeah. of games off for each of them and you may all of a sudden be, you know, close to top four. Huh. Or gross. someone could pick on the Roosters and you could be completely out of it. So we'll see what <laughs> happens. It just depends. It really depends on what everyone decides to do because some people chose tactically, some people just chose from spite, which I'm all about as well. Um, and, yeah, it's... I know where everyone's kind of finished, but... Um, you know, it, it will we'll just reveal the one sort of episode at a time when we get to the last one. Everyone will know where we are. And then, like I said, it'll be a trivia competition. Um, and, yeah, best of luck to everyone who's in it. Fantastic. 
All right. Uh, look, I think that's I think that's all we need to do. Um, I look. I mean, just to let everyone know, we are recording this on the night that we found out uh, Match McGuire just lost his job. So I'm sure Stu's probably sitting there like debating who's the next coach of the West Tigers will be. Um, so I'll probably let you get going. But yes, um, and yeah, lots, lots of possibilities. Well, I mean, you could put a name out there now, and then a couple of weeks' time, when it isn't that person. You'll either look stupid, or if it is that person, you'll look fantastic. Yeah, well, apparently they're chasing Cameron Sheraldo. Whether whether Cameron Sheraldo is even interested, or whether that's true, I don't know. Um, John Morris is another name that's been mentioned. Played for the Tigers, and you know, it's got a fair coaching record. Mm. Um, other than that, Shane Flanagan's always looking for a job. So you know, who knows? Well, but there's a few jobs around Geraldo's. now. So yeah. Supposedly, Seraldo's top of the list, and, and Tim Sheens just keeps saying a development coach, which apparently Seraldo is. Um, let's see. Yeah. All right. Well, um, best of luck for the rest of the season to both of you. I hope that uh, you do really well, and, and if you make the grand final, lose to Parramatta, and then uh, everyone will be happy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you, can, you have too much to fear from the West Tigers this year. But anyway, oh, great. look, you never know. You just never, never know. I mean... Many seasons we don't think anything's going to happen. We get to the halfway point and all of a sudden someone explodes like, you know, the West Tigers kind of did this season. So, you know, we might we may end up with 2022 might be a repeat of 2005 and it might just be maybe the Tigers. Maybe someone else might come from nowhere and just just completely go past everyone. Because, you know, when you get a you get a you get sort of like a the only these two teams can win like we did in 2005. You know, invariably, rugby league throws up something strange, and someone else wins it. Which, which is a good thing about um, a great thing about the um, NRL competition. I mean, I, I would hate to see the same two teams win in the grand final every year. So, you know. yeah. Well, we all got sick of seeing uh, Melbourne and the Roosters, or Melbourne and Manly, for a while there. So, uh, it's good at the Probably. least it's someone else with Melbourne now. But um, maybe we can get rid of Melbourne this time. Maybe no more Melbourne. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All good. All right. Thanks, guys. I'll let you go. All right. Thanks, David.